1: Let's go, big fella! Are you still there? Oy! The Lone Ranger and his Indian companion Toto rode northward from El Paso along the river trail into New Mexico territory. As they rode, the Lone Ranger was saying, This is a territory in which the Apaches
2: are causing trouble, Toto.
3: Ah. Me here, them make many
2: raids. kill plenty people in last month. I've compared the various reports we've received about those raids. They seem to be well planned rather than spontaneous uprisings. The purpose of the raids seems to have been to get horses, ammunition, and guns. Me not think of that. From the report of the last Apache outrage, they ambushed the army train north of here and massacred all but a few of the troopers. One of the survivors reported that the Indians had pack horses with them on which they carried away the supplies and ammunition. Oh, we not know that. I'm convinced there's something unusual and sinister behind the actions of the Apaches. I hope we'll be able to get to the root of it before matters become more serious. Come on, Tilly.
1: The following day, the commanding officer at Fort Newton in New Mexico territory pounded his desk with his fist in frustration as he spoke heatedly to his aide, Lieutenant Perry.
4: Brave Thunder, Lieutenant Perry, this situation is intolerable. I've had wide experience in Indian warfare, but this is the first time I've ever found Apaches following a deliberate strategic pattern in their operations. What do you make of it, Major Seldon? Frankly, I'm puzzled. Their moves are made as if directed by a military mastermind. What's more puzzling is that they seem to know every move we make. Several army wagon trains came through without being molested, but the one carrying ammunition was the one those infernal Apaches raided.
0: Yes, and the couriers we've sent asking for reinforcements have been intercepted. It seems impossible to get word through to the fort at El Paso.
4: Exactly. The Apaches must have spies everywhere. I just can't understand it. But we must get word
0: to the El Paso fort. If we don't, anything might happen. Major, I... Well... I was going to suggest perhaps that it would be the wisest move to abandon this fort. What? It was just a suggestion, sir.
4: I can't believe you'd even harbor such a thought, Lieutenant. The settlers living near this fort must be protected.
0: But what protection can we offer them if we can't get reinforcements? If the Apaches suddenly decide to turn their full strength against the fort, what then? We'd fight to the last man, well, it doesn't seem
4: possible you should even
0: think it of... It was just a thought, sir. I, I I was thinking of the settlers' lives. If the fort were abandoned, they could leave with the troops and have reasonable protection till they reached a safer territory.
4: It's unthinkable,
0: unthinkable. Sorry, sir. Of course you're right. But if I may make one more suggestion... I hope it's better than the one you just made, Lieutenant. Go ahead. Let me try to get through Dale El Paso. You? Yes, sir. How can you expect to get through after so many others have failed? Uh, I know this territory well, sir. And I know the ways of Indians. I, I feel sure I can succeed. No, no. I, I'd feel as though I were signing your death warrant if I gave you permission to go. If someone doesn't get through, we may all meet death here.
4: Well, all right, Lieutenant. You have my permission and, and my blessing.
1: I sincerely hope you succeed. That afternoon, Lieutenant Perry left the fort with praise for his courage ringing in his ears. When he reached the top of a hill, he pulled to a stop. Whoa, whoa there. For a moment, he looked back at the fort with a strange expression on his face. Then, with a grim smile, he removed his military hat and put it into his saddlebag, from which he took a wide, beaded headband... He adjusted the headband securely in place of his hat, then started down the trail at a gallop. Get up, get up there. The Lone Ranger and Toto were riding up the trail toward Fort Newton when Toto suddenly spoke. Look, we see dust
3: cloud over rise in distance.
2: There, yeah, someone coming toward us. We'll turn into the gully until he passes. Come on, please. come Scott come on. Come.
3: Easy, set, easy, Easy, scow, Easy, fella. Who's buzzer. Easy, sir. Father. The horseman will pass in a moment. Ah. Him not see us here. Him coming over eyes now. He see him through brush. I see him, too. Get up, boy. Get up. Him wear army uniform.
2: But look. He's wearing a beaded headband in place of his army hat. Ah.
3: That's
2: strange. Very strange. Wore the uniform of a cavalry officer and a headband of beads. I'm curious about him. Let's trail him and see where he goes. Come on, soldier.
1: Meantime, the lieutenant followed the river trail for about two miles. Whoa,
3: whoa, whoa, boy.
1: Suddenly, he pulled to a stop as two Apache Braves rode from behind big boulders and barred his path. They held rifles pointed at the officer.
2: Oh, pale-faced soldier wear Indian band round head. You come. We take you to White Chief.
1: The lieutenant hesitated a moment. The Indians still kept their rifles aimed at him. He realized he had no other choice but to go with them. Finally he spoke.
0: Very well, I'll go with you. Take me to your white chief. Huh? Go that way. Get up. Get up, boy. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. A short time later, the Lone Ranger and Toto stopped at the place where the lieutenant had met the two Indians. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, the army officers stopped
2: here, Toto. And turn from the trail.
3: Ah. And leave here with two who ride Indian ponies, Kimasapi. Mark show them come from behind boulders. Them ride way with army feller. Mm-hmm. They may have taken him prisoner. Apache on warpath. Take scalp, not take prisoner. Uh, it's strange them not kill feller in uniform.
2: I've thought about that. Perhaps a beaded headband has some meaning... However, they may plan to hold him as a hostage because he's an army officer. Their trail leads toward the foothills. We'll continue to follow. All right, let's go. Come on, Tilly.
1: The two Indians and the lieutenant rode into the foothills for some time. Finally, they entered a deep-set narrow valley, and the officer realized he had reached the Apache's camp. He and his two escorts stopped in front of the chief's wigwam. (laughs) The lieutenant waited beside his horse as the chief came from the wigwam, accompanied by a man in the uniform of a French army officer. Good afternoon, Captain
0: Cabot. You are a most
1: welcome visitor, lieutenant. Chief Big Hawk, this is the
0: American officer with whom I made friends in El Paso.
1: How? Oh, friend of white leader, welcome to Apache camp. How, oh, Chief Big Hawk,
0: Captain, the headband you gave me was a pass of safety. <laughs> oui, Monsieur Lieutenant. Big Hawk has given orders to all Apache brave to respect the beaded headband. Oh. I am glad our many talks down in El Paso have convinced you to aid in the great cause, Mon ami. In spite of all our talks, Captain, uh, I don't know exactly what your cause is. I shall tell you briefly. As you know, Napoleon III has placed Maximilian on the throne of Mexico... And has given him military support. Yes, I know. It is Napoleon's desire to strengthen Maximilian's position among the people of Mexico... ...so they will accept him more readily. I've heard Maximilian has great opposition. Uh, We, unfortunately. But your activity among the Apaches, what about that? Oh, mon ami, the people of your country will think there is... ...just another big uprising of the Indians. What they do not know is that when the settlers here have been terrorized and the few garrisons depleted and weakened in New Mexico, soldiers loyal to Maximilian and trained by Napoleon's officers will move in from the mountain region south of here and take the territory for Mexico. And you believe such a move will cause the Mexican people to look with favor on the new emperor? <laughs> of course! They will rejoice that the territory is once more
1: under Mexican rule. Uh. White leader promise Apache much land. Him say Apache be treated as brother. That is true, Chief Big Hawk. We are allies,
0: and together we shall be able to conquer our enemies. Such a move may result in war with the United States, Captain. My friend, your country is having internal troubles at the present time. That may mean a civil war. The time is most propitious. You already know conditions at Fort Newton? We. There are about 50 troopers at the fort. With your help, we shall learn the fort's weaknesses. And at dawn tomorrow, the Apaches will move against it. Now let us go into the wigwam and discuss the plan of attack with Chief Big Hawk. <laughs>
1: The Lone Ranger and Tonto followed the trail of Lieutenant Perry and the two Apaches through the foothills. Tonto noticed many Indian signs along the way, but he and the masked man managed to reach a ridge overlooking the camp in the valley without mishap. They pulled to a halt. Oh, easy, steady. Open it. There Apache camp, Kemosabe. I'll use my field
2: glasses. Uh, what you see? The officer we saw wearing the headband is talking to a man in what seems to be a French officer's uniform. Oh, that's strange. Now they're going into the chief's wigwam. The officer we saw must have come from Fort Newton. In traitor maybe. Yes. There's several hundred braves in that camp, Toto. The troopers must be told about them.
3: If Apache wants trail to Fort, it n'ot be easy to
2: get through. They'll most likely be watching the trail south to the Fort of El Paso, too. Uh,
3: me not savvy, our fella from Fort... Ride trail without harm uh, from Apache.
2: Either he's known to them or has something to indicate that he's friendly to them. I think... Oh. that beaded headband, that must be it. huh. Don't you have a beaded headband in your saddlebag? Uh-huh.
3: Uh,
2: here. Here, headband. Good. If we're right, this should guarantee my safety on the trail to Fort Newton. Taro, you head for El Paso and tell Colonel Harris what we've seen. Uh-huh. Be careful. Take back trails when possible. Uh, me be careful. I'm sure the colonel will remember you. Tell him what's happened in this territory recently. And that Fort Newton's in need of reinforcements. Uh, me tell him. I'll wait at Fort Newton for you. Adios.
3: Adios. Me hey, hurry. A three, four-hour ride. Get him up, scout. Come on, send
1: The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. to continue. After discovering the Apache camp, the Lone Ranger and Tonto separated. The Indian started for El Paso, while the masked man rode toward Fort Newton wearing the beaded headband. He sighted Apaches on the way, but they let him pass without interference, which he concluded was due to the headband. It was dusk when the sergeant of the guard knocked on the door of the major's office.
4: Yes, come in.
3: All right, you. Go inside.
4: Thanks. Major, we hauled this mass man at the gate. Huh? He insisted on seeing you. Said you'd vouch for him. You! Well, I'm delighted and relieved to see you, my friend. Hello, Major. Oh, the mass, sir, I don't... This smash man is a good friend, Sergeant. You and the guards may leave. Yes, sir.
2: My couriers haven't been able to get through. I don't know how you made it. Sit down, my friend. Oh, thanks, Major. I know this headband brought me through safety. I put it into my pocket just before I reached the fort, but I wore it while riding the trail. I saw several Apaches on the way, but they didn't try to stop me. A beaded headband, eh? I don't see how you... I'll discuss it further in a moment, Major. Tell me, did one of your men leave the fort a while ago? Yes, my aide, Lieutenant Perry. Oh? I admire his courage. He offered to take a dispatch to Colonel Harris at El Paso. The, the lieutenant didn't go to El Paso. How do you know? Was he ambushed as No, he... he's alive, Major. He wore a beaded headband like this one. Todd and I saw him on the trail... I don't understand. The lieutenant met two Apache braves. They took him to the Apache camp.
1: To the Apache camp? Then he's a prisoner. No. Perhaps a traitor, Major. The masked man told briefly what he and Toto had seen through the field glasses. When he finished, the Major exclaimed... I can't believe it. My aide, working hand in glove with those
4: savages. The French officer you saw must be advising the Indians. I thought their tactics were being dictated by someone with military knowledge. Now they'll know our situation here.
2: And if the Apaches attack, we're done for. Tano has left for El Paso. If he gets through, reinforcements should arrive by morning. You think he will get through? I sincerely hope so, Major.
4: What do you suggest we do in the meantime?
2: Well, the fact that the lieutenant went to the Apaches camp today may indicate that time is near for an attack on the fort. I'll give the orders to be prepared for an attack. Will You stay with us. I'll be glad to. Yes. If Tano gets through, the reinforcements may arrive before the attack. And if he doesn't get through... We've done for. Perhaps, sir, but not without putting up a mighty good fight.
1: That evening in the chief's wigwam, the French officer, Captain Cabot, was talking to the lieutenant and chief Big Hawk. It is settled that we attack before the fort at dawn. Uh. Apaches soon take fort. Fort Newton is stronger than you think.
0: Of course, with so few men to defend it, it'll eventually fall under the attack. It must be taken quickly and with as little loss of braves and ammunition as possible. Uh, that's right. I have an idea, Captain. It'll make the capture of the fort easy. Oh? And just what is the idea, mon ami? You plan to have the Apaches hidden just over the ridge in front of the fort at dawn. Where? Oui? Why not let me ride at a gallop down the slope toward the gates of the fort, followed by two or three braves shooting arrows over my head? Huh? The guards will think I've returned from El Paso and that I'm being attacked by a few Indians. They let me inside. Uh And then, monsieur? Then I'll tell the major the Apaches are gathering to attack from behind the fort. Uh When I get the chance, I'll unbolt the gates. The Apaches will attack down the slope from the front and be able to enter immediately. Wonderful. That is what we'll do, Lieutenant.
1: Uh, Apaches, ride fast. Them reach gates quick. Take soldier by surprise. That completes our
0: plans. Monsieur Lieutenant, when all our plans have succeeded, your
1: rewards will be great. (laughs) During the night, there was great activity inside the fort, as settlers straggled in after being warned that an attack was possible, and everyone prepared for the expected fight. At dawn, the Moon Ranger and the Major stood on the rampart near the big gates, watching up the slope to the ridge beyond. Well, so far there's nothing to indicate an attack is imminent, but if
2: anything is going to happen, it should start soon. The sun's coming up. I'm worried about you, friend Well... It seems to me if he got through, the reinforcements would have been here by this time. Yes, I know. I've tried not to think that he might have... Look, hmm? a rider galloping down
1: the slope toward the fort. A few Indians are chasing him. That's a lieutenant. Let's get to the gates. Right. As the lieutenant approached, the gates were swung open. The three Apaches, keeping out of gun range, turned and raced back up the slope. In a moment, Lieutenant Perry pulled to a stop inside the fort.
3: Oh,
4: oh, oh. Oh, Lieutenant Perry, I
2: didn't expect you to return. Major, I... if, uh, if those Apaches had really been after you, Lieutenant, they were close enough to have shot you with an arrow.
0: This mask, man... hey friend. Lieutenant, if this is a trick... No, no, not a trick against the fort, sir, but a trick to get here safely. There are 300 Apaches waiting behind that ridge in front of the fort. I told their leader, a, a French officer working on orders from Napoleon, that I'd say they'd attack from behind the fort. Lieutenant...
4: You were seen in conference with the Apache chief at the Indian camp. I'm inclined to see Please,
0: Major, you must believe me. I left here with full intention of going to El Paso, and I was sure I'd get through safely for reasons I'll explain later. Some Apaches stopped me on the trail and forced me to go with them to their camp. This is the only chance I've had to get back to the fort. That's the truth, sir.
2: I I believe him, Major. (laughs) We saw the Apaches holding guns on him. I suggest you alert the troopers. The attack will come in a moment.
0: Sergeant, alert the men for the attack. Yes, sir. Uh, give the, the Frenchman, Captain Cabot, must be captured, sir. He's very dangerous, and he alone controls the Apaches at this time.
2: Uh, I hope we can trust you, Lieutenant. He can be watched closely until we're sure, Major. Meantime, I think he is telling the truth. We'll see if... The Indians are coming over the ridge. Have the men hold their fire
1: until the Apaches are
2: close enough for effective shots.
1: Hold your fire until I give the order. Yes. The Indians swarmed down the slope, heading directly for the gates. When the front gates were within gun range, the Lone Ranger spoke. Now, Major.
0: Open fire! You see? They didn't expect that volley. They expected me to open the gates for them. Look, there's a the French officer with the chief. We must get him. You hit him. He fell from his horse. He's trying to get up. He's wounded. We have to prevent the Apaches from taking him away.
2: The Indians have swerved to either side. Before they regain their ranks, I'm going out and bringing the Frenchman. He's not far from the gates. But you'll be killed. Have your men cover me, Major. Tell them to let me out. Open the gates and let the masked man through. He'll never make it.
1: As the Major and Lieutenant watched, the Lone Ranger ran out to where the French captain lay wounded. The men in the fort kept up rapid gunfire as he picked up the wounded man and started back. The Apaches hadn't rallied enough to be within range of him, but it seemed that in another moment he'd fall a victim to their bullets. Run! Run! He must make it. He must. He can't get back, Major. We better close the gates. Don't touch those gates! The two officers and the men watched tensely as the Lone Ranger ran with his heavy burden toward the open gates. Another moment, and he'd be inside. Then he stumbled and fell.
4: He's done for. We'd better close the gates before the Apaches come through.
0: Major, look! Cavalry moving in from both sides!
1: As the lone ranger fell, he realized death was close. Drew, having one of his guns, he raised on his elbows and emptied it at the chief who had moved within range. At that moment, the masked man, too, realized the troopers had arrived. The cavalry from El Paso, that means tunnel safe. The cavalry moved in fast, and the Apaches, now without any leader, seemed to think only of escaping. The Major Lieutenant and some of the troopers ran out through the gates as the Lone Ranger stood up. Are you
2: all right? Yes, Major.
1: You kept the
4: Apaches from rescuing the French captain? I see he's unconscious. We'll take him inside. Came to the fort, men.
2: Toto, thank heaven you're safe.
4: Me glad me get you in time, Kimo Thanks, Toto. We needed this help. We'll go inside and question that French officer when he regains consciousness. Let's go.
1: Later, the Major, with the Lone Ranger, Toto, and the Lieutenant, stood beside Captain Cabo's cot. Well, Captain, your big plans have fallen through. Lieutenant Perry has told us about them.
4: And
2: then, Lieutenant, he is the traitor who turned against us. The lieutenant is a man of courage who did his country a big service, Captain Cabot. That mask, I, I do not understand. Another great man of courage, Captain. In spite of the lieutenant's
4: efforts... Your savages might have succeeded if it hadn't been for the mass man and his friend. I am a French officer of Napoleon's army. If I know anything about Napoleon III, he'll deny he knew of your plans, Captain, and leave you in the hands of our government for punishment.
2: Lieutenant, I owe you an apology for thinking you were a traitor.
0: I don't blame you for thinking that, sir. I met Captain Cabot in El Paso a month ago. I'd celebrated a little too much, and as most soldiers do was complaining about certain things in the service. He approached me with the idea of throwing in with him, and I let him think I was willing. Oh, you Americans, I do not understand you. You complain loudly about everything, but it means nothing.
2: <laughs> we reserve the right to complain openly about matters, Captain. That's one of the rights freedom gives us, a right people in many other countries don't have. But actions speak louder than words. And the complaining soldiers will fight to preserve that right, along with others. Very true, sir. When I hear my
4: men complaining, I'm satisfied. If they're sulking, I know something is radically wrong.
2: Lieutenant, I congratulate you, and I... I, too, apologize. Thank you, Major. Although we'll head south this morning, our work here is done. Oh, keep us But we'll be back someday, Major. Adios, everyone. Adios. Adios.
0: Major, who is that masked me?
4: A great American lieutenant. A man who's always willing to risk his life to help his country and to preserve the freedom of its people. He's the Lone Ranger.